Chapter 18, Headaches It's a beautiful November morning in Bunasboro. The sun is creeping over the horizon. The frost steams off the roofs in the bright yellow light. Beams of it slip through the cracks in the curtains of Blight Manor. Illuminating dust that floats aimlessly in a faintly pink room. Amity Blight cracks open her eyes, almost surprised to see her own bedroom ceiling. But why would she be surprised? Isn't this where she's supposed to wake up? She rolls over. Then the headache hits, and she groans. She's so sore. Head to toe, every single muscle in her body feels like it's made of molten stone. She blinks a few times, hesitantly testing her mobility, before rolling out of bed. She hisses at how stiff her hips are. What the hell was she doing to feel like this? A cat and a deer. The vague impression comes from nowhere, and lingers in the back of her mind, but she can't quite pin it down. What does that mean? She wobbles over to her bathroom. She stares at herself in the mirror, eyes mostly closed, rat's nest of green hair. She doesn't care. Makeup still on from the night before. Has she been crying? Her mascara is all over her cheeks, in little dried-up rivers. She massages her jaw absently with one hand, working the tension out. The splitting, thought-scrambling thud of her headache has her clutching the counter. Her vision swims for a moment. Yeah, fuck that. She fumbles around in the drawers of the vanity, before finally finding some headache medicine. She pops two of the pills into her mouth. Pills on a tray. She shakes her head, immediately regretting the motion as she nearly falls over. Her head feels awful, but the meds should help with that. Eventually. God she's so stiff. Maybe she'll ask Luz for another massage. Amity stares in the mirror for a moment. And another. Luz. Fuck, Amity forgot to check her phone last night. Right? She doesn't remember checking her phone last night. Hot bath water, almost too hot as she stepped into. Amity walks back into her bedroom, looking all over her end table, only to come up empty. She frowns, then she checks her bed. Nope. Her dressers? No. Her suitcase on the floor? No. Her closet? No. Where the fuck is her phone? Amity tears her room apart looking for the damn thing. And she doesn't find it. She didn't leave it in the limo. Did she? Wait. Did they even come home in the limo? How did? Amity shakes her head, one mystery at a time. The manor is huge, and there's no way she can find her phone without some help. She stalks down the halls, grateful when the medication starts to kick in. Dulling her headache as well as the pain in her body. Hopefully Amira's in the kitchen, hopefully Amity left, find a phone, active. She hears the clattering of something in the kitchen, and hurries her pace as best she can. Hey M, can yo dash, Amity rounds the corner, and blinks in surprise. Amelia is pouring herself a coffee, a croissant sits on a plate beside her mug. She turns around, her auburn hair loose around her shoulders. She looks tired. She looks as tired as Amity feels. 
Morning Amity, I was hoping to see you. Amelia says, smiling softly and she takes a seat. Hey Amy. When did you get here? Oh last night, I stayed over. Amelia says noncommittally, but Amity is too busy to dwell on it. Cool, I'm actually trying to find my, phone? Amity's eyes widen as her sister pulls her phone out from somewhere, handing it over immediately. Where was it? Just lying around, I happened across it this morning. Amelia answers, and Amity nods, that makes sense, she must have put it down and forgotten about it. She taps the screen, frowning as the phone doesn't react. She holds the power button on the side until she sees the screen spring to life. She doesn't remember shutting off her phone. I don't even remember putting it down. Or taking it out of her, purse. She doesn't even remember getting home. But she obviously did so. Amity can feel a thin sheen of sweat forming on her skin. She almost feels clammy. It's because she's tired, that's why she can't remember. She was so tired last night that she must have just passed out. Totally. Yeah. Her heart starts hammering in her chest. The kitchenette counter. Uh. Amelia? Someone there with her. Hmm. Be good. Can, what are you up to today? Amity stutters, the barrage of bizarre words and sights slamming her mind at a nearly frantic pace. I'm free until lunch, why? See can we go somewhere? Somewhere else? Amity finally asks, trying hard not to cry. Why is she crying? It was a perfectly boring weekend. Right? A bath. Someone says in her mind, and she whimpers despite her best efforts. Amelia reacts instantly, leaving her mug and plate behind to wrap Amity in a tight hug. Of course mittens, do you want to get dressed first? And no, can we go? Now? Sure. Amelia says, guiding Amity to the side door, slipping out of the manor in the early morning light. Amity shivers until Amelia's car finally heats up. Blue eyes. Blue eyes stain her thoughts. So close, but, she doesn't understand why, or when, or how. She's remembered them before, that much she's sure of, but this time? This time is different. It's not just one pair of blue eyes staring at her. This time there's two. Luz nearly chokes on her pancake when a familiar tone rings out of her phone. Camila is halfway to her before she holds a hand up, taking a sip of water to wash it all down the proper tube. Luz stands up and runs out of the kitchen before answering her phone. Hello? She says, and a thrill runs through her body when the caller responds. Hi Luz. Amity says, and Luz's excitement is immediately tempered by her girlfriend's tone. She almost sounds like she's been crying. Hey, hi. What's up Amity? She asks softly, sinking onto her bed. Are you busy today? Amity asks. Nope. Luz chirps, trying to send Amity some positive vibes while they talk, you want to do something? Yes, please. Amity says, and Luz is sure of it, she's definitely been crying. 
Sure, what did you have in mind? See, can I come over? Course. Uh, okay. Amity trails off and doesn't say anything for a couple of moments. Luz almost worries that she hung up until she hears Amity taking a deep breath in. Don't laugh. Or freak out. I'm not going to freak out, babe, or laugh, promise. Luz says, knowing it's true. Instead of responding, Amity hangs up. But before Luz can wonder what the hell that means, she hears the apartment phone ring. Luz leaps up, dashing down the hall. Someone else makes it to the phone first. Hello? Rain asks, looking curiously at Luz skidding to a halt beside them, who is this? Oh. Amity. Of course. Come on up. Do you know the way? Luz groans at the look Rain is giving her, and she knocks her head against the wall once her parents hang up. You didn't tell me your girlfriend was coming over, would have dressed up a little nicer. Rain. I didn't know she was coming over until 30 seconds ago. Luz bleats out, turning and running down the hall. She crashes into the bathroom to brush her teeth, to freshen up. Her hair is a mess, she hasn't shaved. She was expecting to have a little more time. She's halfway through plucking her eyebrows when she hears the door open, and panic immediately sets in when she realizes that Ida opened the door. Nice boots, kiddo. She hears her stepmom shout out, and a quiet reply from Amity follows. Luz turns to the mirror, evens out whatever she's managed to do at this point before stepping out of the bathroom. It's fine, Luz, it's totally okay that your arms are super hairy right now. Maybe I should have wrapped them today. It's fine that I'm not super presentable, Amity wouldn't judge me for that. She. Luz rounds the corner and sees her girlfriend standing awkwardly. A big ratty sweater on, and sweatpants? Hey Hermosa. Luz says, and her heart patterns in her chest when golden eyes turn to her. Do you want any dash? Her words are interrupted by a torrent of mint green hair and a big comfy sweater crashing right into her. Luz barely stays upright as Amity slams her with a hug. She intentionally ignores her three parents all silently fangirling out from behind Amity, instead burying her nose in Amity's neck. Holding her close, Luz doesn't want to let her go. It's only been a week, but that was too long in her opinion. I missed you. Amity whispers. Me too. Luz says, holding her closer, want to hang out in my room? Amity nods, and she leads her, very clingy, girlfriend back to her room. Her anxieties are forgotten now that Amity is back in her arms, and Luz doesn't quite know what to do when Amity starts crying. It takes about 35 minutes for Amity to calm down. Luz leads her to the bedroom before setting her up in a big old blanket nest. It's warm, cozy, and safe. She's very grateful that Amelia suggested that she call Luz. When Luz settles in next to Amity, the smell of citrus and honey and faint smoke wafted all around her. Surrounding her with a familiar feeling. Luz has an old movie playing, apparently Ghibli used to make big fantasy adventure films. This one is really good.
I wish thopters were real. Luz murmurs as the plucky pirates zip around an exploding fortress. Why? Amity asks with a chuckle, scooting closer to her favorite person on earth. Why? Luz responds incredulously, staring down at Amity with a cocked eyebrow. Amity can't help but zero in on her scar when she does so, just look at them, it's like a motorcycle but it can fly. They seem dangerous. Amity says the very instant the thopter pilot is knocked out by a stray brick, see. Dangerous. The danger makes them fun. Luz retorts. While Amity thinks up a scathing reply, she decides to knock Luz off her footing, so she leans over and kisses her. Long and hard. MMPH. Luz tries to talk, but Amity smirks and slips her tongue in when Luz opens her mouth. Luz's arms wrap around Amity's waist, and she hums, careful not to put her full weight on her girlfriend. They pull apart, barely, and Luz stares up at her. The look is piercing and sets Amity's heart racing. Hey. Luz huffs, and Amity smiles. Hi. Do you need something, Ams? Luz asks, and her tone is so genuine. Not like the hotel staff. I just want to kiss and cuddle a little bit before we watch the rest. She admits, not wanting to go farther for some reason, is that okay? The sounds of explosions and awesome music stop, and Luz shifts, placing her laptop on the end table before turning around. Luz kisses her softly, before pulling her lips away for a moment to adjust before pressing them back in. Again and again. Just small kisses. Little sparks for the sake of nothing but the enjoyment of it. Amity sinks into this, half draped over Luz. Lips meeting, and parting meeting again. Then Luz's hands shift, and Amity gasps lightly, not from arousal, but rather the realization of what she wants. Are you sure? Amity asks while Luz guides her, and Amity soundlessly swings her leg over her girlfriend's waist. She's straddling Luz, and all their momentum stops for a moment. Why yeah? Luz says, her voice a little strained. Her eyes locked on Amity's lips, her face locked, her mouth hanging open. Her hair is messy, wavy strands covering parts of her face. Amity brushes some of them away, staring at Luz. Smitten. She's so beautiful. Luz looks so nervous, and for a few moments, Amity can leave her own worries aside for a moment. You're so pretty, Luz. Amity murmurs, and Luz squeaks at the words. Her brown eyes meet Amity's own. They're practically sparkling, and Amity feels her body relax beneath her. Amity leans down, delicately kissing Luz's lips, barely touching, let me take care of you, you're safe with me. I know. Luz hums, kissing Amity back, and off they go. Amity takes it slow, stopping to check in and reassure her every few minutes. Luz melts, Amity watches her just sink further and further into the mattress. She loses track of time, just enjoying the warm and glowing feeling inside. Kissing her, touching her hair, lightly touching her body. Nothing too adventurous, but full of care. Ams. 
Luz huffs into her lips, and something in her tone has Amity's heart pounding in her chest. Luz? She asks, and watches as brown eyes dart between her own. Luz tenses up a little, and Amity moves to climb off her. Luz's hands shift, keeping her in place for a moment as Luz screws her face up. Like she's trying to say something. I. She starts, and Amity's eyes widen a little. I, uh. Luz tries again. Amity watches, fascinated, as Luz's face reddens. Take your time. She says, kissing Luz's nose, trying to reassure her. Instead Amity apparently makes whatever Luz is struggling with worse. I, um, Amity. I. Luz closes her eyes, taking a deep breath in. A moment later Luz looks right at her, and sets her jaw. Luz gently cups Amity's cheek, and the touch sends jolts through Amity's body. She feels her own face heat up as she starts to process the context. Wait, is this? Is Luz going to say it? Amity. I dash. Luz's door slams open, and both girls scream in surprise. Amity leaps off Luz, smacking her head on the top bunk in the process. Luz glowers at the door when an orange-silver mane swishes through it. Ida's eyebrow shoots up into her hairline, a toothy grin on her face, hands on her hips. Hey kiddos, sorry for interrupting, but dinner's ready. Dinner? Amity finally notices how dark it is outside, and realizes with a thrill that she spent the whole day with Luz without even noticing. Ida. Luz howls as her stepmom darts back out through the door. Amity giggles nervously, and grabs Luz's hand. Come on, I'm really hungry. She says, and Luz's indignant rage seems to fade away. Replaced by something softer that makes Amity's heart flutter and her head spin. Me too, actually. Luz agrees, following Amity out of the bedroom. They walk down the hallway together, out to the bright and warm kitchen with her family already there. Maybe, just maybe, they could be Amity's family too. Chapter 19, In the Early Morning Amity opens her eyes to an unfamiliar sight. Little plastic planets and stars and the moon Anne. That's familiar. Very familiar. She's in a bunk bed. Luz's bed. She's at Luz's house. Of course, why wouldn't she be? She did spend the day with her, so it makes sense that they'd be lying in her bed. Amity shifts, doing her best not to disturb Luz, who is currently busy snoring. Drooling on her pillow a little. Amity smiles, before turning to survey the bedroom, she hadn't meant to fall asleep, and she should probably be getting home before. Before. Amity squints at an alarming red glow. Luz's alarm clock reads 6.41 a.m. She stayed the night. Normally that wouldn't be a big deal except for the fact that her mother is home. Odelia Blight isn't away, and she was likely expecting her home last night. Her chest tightens a little at the thought. Odelia would be liable to rally the entire Boonesboro police force if she thought Amity was missing. She grumbles, it wouldn't do to have hundreds of cops bashing down the door of her girlfriend's house so early. 
But she doesn't want to leave the soft blanket nest that is Luz's bed. It's so comfy and warm. It smells like citrus and honey and, and amity. It smells like us. She looks around, spotting her phone fairly on the end table. She texts Amelia, asking if she can cover for her. Amity settles back in, smiling as she hears Luz mumble. She has to wait all of two minutes before her sister answers an affirmative. Amity rolls to face her. Luz stirs, inhaling sharply as her eyes open. Morning Hermosa. Luz says, shuffling closer to cling to her side. Morning, sorry for waking you up. Nah, if you hadn't, her words are interrupted by a loud crash coming from the kitchen, then Ida would have. Luz finishes. Amity chuckles, snuggling closer. Luz hums, and closes her eyes for a few moments. Then they open more fully, and her tone shifts. Oh shit, you're still here. Is that a problem? Amity asks, smirking as her girlfriend splutters like an idiot. Like her idiot. No. I'm g-glad, really happy actually. I, uh. Amity moves without thinking much, she presses her lips to Luz's, smiling as she keeps talking for a moment. Amity hums, a pleasant buzzing sensation rising in her gut when Luz kisses her back. They shift, and Luz tries to swing her leg over, only to grunt, said leg is stuck in a tangle of blankets. Amity giggles, before lifting up, something slides out from under her and Luz is finally free. Luz stares down at her for a few moments, her gaze is surprisingly intense, given that she's only been awake for a few minutes. Then, she slips an arm under Amity's neck, and leans in. This kiss is significantly longer, and hotter. When Luz's tongue meets her own, Amity can't help but huff. She suddenly feels short of breath, in the best way, and her heart starts pounding. Amity shifts underneath Luz, loving the feeling of this girl pressing into her, chest to chest, breathing each other's air. Unable to pull away for long. Amity tucks her hands under Luz's shirt, loving the soft, warm skin under her fingers. She glides her hands up to Luz's shoulders, before one drifts down to her hip. The contact has Luz rutting into her, gasping into Amity's mouth. It takes a moment for Amity to realize that she isn't gripping Luz's shoulder anymore, she's gripping the back of Luz's neck, lightly, but with an undeniable pressure. She opens her eyes, checking on Luz, worried she's going to have a flashback. Luz is staring down at her, mouth open, eyes half-lidded and hazy. Panting, staring searchingly at her. You okay? Amity whispers, and Luz nods immediately in response. Yeah, see can, um, can we try something? Luz asks sheepishly. Of course, what did you want to try? Amity answers, smiling as she strokes Luz's hair, trying to soothe her clearly nervous girlfriend. Um, can, uh, can you be on top? She manages to bleed out, her face going beet red, but she's also shaking a little. Amity frowns at the sight, cupping her cheek gently. Hey, hey. Amity whispers, brushing that flushed cheek with her thumb, I'd love to, we'll go slow, 
and we can stop whenever you want, okay? Her heart is pounding for an entirely different reason than before. Luz wants to try, that's it isn't it? She wants to try and be vulnerable. Yeah. Luz says, rolling off onto her back, pulling off her tank top as Amity follows. Are we a little eager? Amity teases, smiling softly as Luz tosses the offending garment to the wind. Maybe a little. Nervous too. That's okay, I'll be so gentle. Amity says, and she means it. She pulls off her own shirt. It's at this point that she realizes she hasn't been wearing pants the whole time. Works for her. Ever so gently, she brings her leg over, placing her knee between Luz's legs. Amity figures she should start off simple. She exhales, her lips hovering just out of Luz's reach, one hand resting on her sternum, the other propping her up by an elbow. Luz is watching her, flushed, panting, her wild wavy hair splayed out around her like a crown. You're gorgeous Luz. Amity says, leaning in to kiss her before she can respond. Luz just kisses her back, wrapping her arms around Amity's waist, and she's back in it. The heat she set aside has returned full force, and it only takes a moment for the kissing to deepen. Then Luz pulls at Amity's hips, dragging her barely clothed sex across her thigh. Pulsing tension rolls up and through her body. Amity shivers, dragging Luz's lip into her mouth, as Luz guides her along by the hips. Mmm. Amity moans into Luz's mouth, and she squeaks when teeth nip at her lip. Amity lets her hand roam, tracing Luz's collarbone before drifting lower. She gently squeezes Luz's chest, rubbing her palm across it, feeling Luz's nipple hardening already. Ha! Luz sighs. Mmmnnnn. She moans as Amity brushes her nipple with a thumb, breaking their kiss to duck her head down to Luz's neck. Ams, she breathes out. Amity nips at Luz's skin, shifting lower on the bed as she goes, letting her hand lead the way. Amity sinks her abnormally sharp canines into Luz's collarbone, just as her fingertips dip into Luz's boxers. She doesn't tease Luz, she doesn't think she could at this point. Not with her little sounds, Amity swears that when Luz Nosita whimpers for her, she'd do anything just to hear her noises again. Amity sucks a nipple into her mouth, alternating between lapping at it and threatening it with her teeth. She grips Luz's cock, shivering a little at how hard it is. Imagining what it will feel like, spreading her wide, filling her up and hitting all the right spots. Amity huffs out, tugging at it while sucking hard, Luz cries out, clamping a hand to her mouth a moment later to muffle the next one. Amity pulls away, just enough to speak. You okay? Mm-hmm. Luz moans, Ams, please. Do you want more? Yes. Amity wastes no time, pulling Luz's boxers down, forgotten before they even leave her hand as she throws them off the bed. Amity swings her leg all the way over, one hand still pulling gently at Luz, the other reaching between her own legs. But before she can gather up her slick, she hears a cap pop off. Let me help. Luz breathes, pouring a bit of lube onto her hand, and reaching for Amity's heat. Spreading the cold liquid all over, rubbing Amity's clit, jolts shooting through her, 
dragging her voice out of her throat. Amity can feel it. She can feel herself teetering, nearly tumbling over. Falling. Out of control. She grabs the bottle from Luz, and spreads some all over Luz's dick. Then she sinks down, grinding on it, skin to skin, rubbing her wetness all along the shaft. Luz is moaning into her hand wildly. The other gripping Amity's hip, following along. Amity can barely think, short bursts of breath rushing to her lungs, her heart racing and her eyes unfocused. She lifts up. Luz. She lines everything up. Amity. Luz's cock dips in for a moment, and Amity doesn't just fall off the ledge. She jumps. She sinks down, driving herself onto that hardness. She feels it spreads to her. She shudders when her hips meet Luz's. She's so full, it's perfect. Oh. MMNGNH. Luz moans from between her fingers. Why aren't you okay? Yeah. Oh, you're so. Luz starts, gripping Amity's hips, seemingly at a loss for words, so, so. Amity smiles, placing a palm on her chest, and slowly lifting up, everything is so hazy yet clear. She can feel Luz's girl cock, the tip rubbing across her inner clit. She gasps raggedly, as she nearly pulls all the way out, hanging there above Luz for a moment. Eerie's Hermosa. Luz whispers, and Amity's heart flips. She shifts, her other hand keeping the hair out of her face. Then she smiles, and sinks back down. Holy shit. Amity sinks back down, wrapping Luz in a warm softness that sends shudders all through her body. Even her bones feel good, if that makes any sense. Maybe she's a little out of it, she, she hasn't let anyone ride her since. Lua's Amity moans out, cutting off her thoughts for a moment. God's Amity's voice alone is almost enough to make her come. Luz starts gently thrusting in time with Amity's motions. Every time Amity sits fully on Luz, she wiggles a little, grinding herself on her pubic bone. Luz just gasps, curling her toes as an enormous wave crashes through her body. Fuck this is so good. She almost wishes she let someone ride her sooner. Sprout. Shut up. Luz mumbles. W what? Amity asks, as surprised as Luz is, but neither stop. Not you, intrusive Ticho thoughts. Oh, on. Fuck. MNNN, you tell those thoughts. Luz grins, her heart racing, pounding against her ribs, Amity is riding her. Amity is on top of her, and Luz isn't afraid. She isn't afraid of Amity, she almost can't believe there was a time where she thought she should be. HH how, how are you doing? Amity manages, biting her pretty lip as she slowly rides Luz, her walls gripping so good. Fuck, Ams, this is, on, Inc. O.H., incredible, so good. Luz is babbling, and she doesn't care, this is. Her body trembles and her grip tightens. This is too good, Luz has had sex before, obviously. But it never happened. Ever. Felt like this. 
Amity slams her hips down, and she freezes for a moment. Luz seizes the opportunity, lifting Amity and her hips up, tilting her pelvis, and pulling Amity across. She gets the hint after a moment, and starts grinding against Luz. The tightness is so intense, it's bordering on painful. But it's all worth it when Amity's face scrunches for a moment, her mouth open in a soundless moan. Then. MMML Luz. Amity whisper shouts, and then she's coming. Luz grits her teeth, locking her body in place as Amity grinds herself through her orgasm. Her walls are pulling, clenching, dragging Luz closer against her will. Amity finally gasps out, and collapses onto her, panting. Luz kisses her forehead, holding her girl close. Trying to level out her own breathing, she nearly. She squeaks when Amity rolls her hips. Ams? Your turn, she whispers in Luz's ear, and, her brain feels, stupid after that. She moans in reply, and Amity slows down, lifting up and dropping down her hips over and over. Huffing in Luz's ear as she fucks her. Luz shivers, whining needily. Shit, this is so good. Luz kisses anything she can reach, Amity's neck, her ear, and... Amity kisses her, hard, and her tongue pushes into Luz's mouth. Luz surrenders, letting herself be owned and dominated, giving in to the wild pleasure ripping through her body. Luz's mind can't keep up, it's all she can do to keep her voice down. She's clinging to Amity's shoulders, sloppily making out as she sort of forgets how to kiss a little bit. Her focus is dragged, inch by inch, towards that single point that Amity is fucking senseless. Velvet warmth wraps around her clitty, dragging slightly as Amity bounces on it. Luz doesn't care that she's probably drooling all over her pillow, she doesn't care what sounds slip out from between her lips. She doesn't care that Amity is in control, that she's going to make Luz come. It's Amity, why would Luz worry? Her voice rises in time with her fast-approaching peak. Her toes curl, her thighs clench, her body shudders. The tension shatters, and her eyes snap shut. Her voice is only muffled by something warm pressing into it, not lips. She tries, and fails, to scream Amity's name as she crashes into her orgasm. Thrashing in between bouts of locking in place. She isn't in control of her body, she can barely even think beyond the blinding, overwhelming pleasure. She's barely even aware of Amity moaning, tensing on top of her as she comes again. Mumbling Luz's name, removing her hand from Luz's mouth just to kiss her. Luz finally comes back, she's back in the bedroom. Amity is on top of her, burying her face into Luz's shoulder, and she's still going. Still moving. Grinding herself, and Luz finally feels her brain fully reboot. Got another one in you babe? Luz coos, grabbing Amity's gorgeous ass and squeezing. Amity lets out a muffled cry, nodding wordlessly as Luz takes control. She sets a slow pace, dragging Amity through her pleasure. Her heart leaps at every desperate sound Amity makes. She helps her girlfriend through her third orgasm, a shaky, and subdued one that has Amity mewling and huffing. They finally stop, Amity resting her full weight on Luz's body. It's, not scary. 
it's actually kind of comforting. Maybe I should get a weighted blanket? Lose wonders for a moment. Then. It all crashes into her. The reality of this, of them. Of Amity. Luz wanted to try it, to try the thing she'd been terrified of for three years. The thing she'd agonized over in therapy. The thing that she thought Tara had taken away forever. She wanted to try, to try letting someone take care of her. She wanted to try giving up control. She expected to give it a go, and then to back out and try again another time. But. Amity, she's safe with Amity. She knows that. Amity took care of her. It's, Luz feels a surge inside her, and the next thing she knows. Ams? Luz asks, internally wincing at the intensity of her tone. Yeah Luz? Amity replies, lifting herself up slightly to look at her. Luz steals her, she's sure. She's been sore for weeks now. Time to take that leap. Amity. I love you. Luz says, her heart slamming up when she says the words. Luz's gaze falls, and she braces for it. For the usual panic, for the memories. But they don't come, she only hears the barest whisper, illegible. Amity stares down at her, cheeks flushed, a soft smile on her face, I know, dumbass. She deadpans, and kisses Luz before she can react. I love you too, Luz. Amity says, after a moment. Luz grins, then, her expression crumbles. Amity loves her. Amity loves her too. Fear and relief and elation and terror and happiness all wash over her. Then Luz is crying, whispering those three words over and over as Amity holds her close, replying every time with the words Luz was so afraid of. I love you too. Chapter 20, Winter Formalities Part 1, Skating and Dating A dusting of snow covers the grounds of Hexide. The pathways were shoveled clear by the groundskeepers this morning. The sky above is threatening more. It's gotten so cold in the past few weeks, not that Amity really minds. She's trying to focus in class, she really is, but all she can think about is that dopey hat Luz has started wearing instead of her beanie. The one with the ear flaps. Luz called it something, a shanka, or something. Amity smiles, tapping her pencil against the desk, ignoring the glances of her classmates. So close now, she had big plans for the weekend, and she absolutely can't wait. How is this last class taking so fucking long? The bell rings, and Amity shoves her notebook into her bag at a breakneck speed flinging the backpack onto her shoulder as she practically sprints out of the room. Little charms and patches Luz has made for her adoring the simple black fabric. Amity tries to contain her excitement, opting to speed walk instead of sprint full tilt for her locker. Not only is she stoked for the weekend, but she only has one more week, one more week until Christmas break. Thank fucking goddess. She could definitely use a break. Between schoolwork, prep training for the upcoming rugby season, her mom hounding her to go on another business trip, and spending time with Luz and her friends, she's beat. Luz and our friends, she reminds herself, a little bubbly feeling in her stomach has her smiling. 
It was a weird feeling, having genuine friends, people she could be honest and real with. Hey Ams. Willow calls out, jogging to catch up. Her glasses gleam in the fluorescent lighting. Willow. What's up? Amity falls into lockstep with her friend. Making their way towards the front entrance, weaving their way in between the crowds of students, most of them pointedly ignoring the losers, having long since given up on picking on them. Glad it's the weekend, fuck me. Willow snorts, shouldering some jock as he inadvertently blocks the way. Amity smiles as the buff idiot is sent bumping into the lockers, that guy definitely tried to hit on her last year. Gross. Men are kind of gross. You would know, huh? Amity shakes her head slightly, same, precalculus is brutal huh? So fucking brutal dude, like it's almost the holidays. Mr. S should really just cut us some slack. Totally, oh did you see the latest episode of Cosmic Frontier? Amity and Willow exit the school, falling into a comfortable conversation as they wait by an oak tree, its leaves long gone. Chatting, about the gang's new favorite show, about school, about anything. It's nice, it's like old times. Sort of, but not really. A lot less melodrama and secret, but incredibly chaste kisses. But yeah it's nice. It's nice to have her friend back. Both of them lean against the tree, clouds of breath rising. Amity watches the clouds above begin to part, and a strikingly blue sky peeks through. It's so peaceful, her cheeks are cold but she's comfortably warm in her jacket. Okay so it might be one of Luz's winter jackets, but still. She pulls the familiar smelling coat tighter around herself. So, my dad's texted me an hour ago, and it got delivered. Willow says after a comfortable silence. Amity whirls to face her friend. Clutching at her shoulders. It did? Amity asks, practically vibrating. Willow nods, it arrived faster than expected, Amity only ordered it last week. Sure, she may have paid top dollar for priority shipping, but if she did that was between her and the devil. Yeah, so you want me to keep it at my place? Willow asks with her trademark grin, a surprisingly frightening expression if you didn't know how to read her. Thankfully Amity did now, after so fucking long. Just for now, I'll figure out a more permanent home for it. I'll ask Amelia. Willow nods, her smile becoming less unhinged and far softer, how's it coming along by the way? Amity's heart skips a beat, she's never done anything like this before for anyone. She's really rusty, it's been years since she wrote anything. She really hopes that Luz likes it. The last verse needs a bit of work, but the rest sounds pretty good. I think. It's true, Amity's been working on it for about a month by this point, dedicating far too much time to it, slacking on her way of less important homework to get each note just right. She looks at her shorter, but significantly stronger looking friend. Thanks Willow. For what? The shorter girl scratches her own head, her hair just reaching her ears. PFF, for teaching me how to play guitar, duh. Amity grins, lightly punching Willow's shoulder, cackling when Willow returns the gesture. Yeah, real friends are nice. Nah, no problem. 
It was, honestly nice to have an excuse to hang out again. Willow says, a little too casually, flicking her lighter. A cigarette hanging from her teeth as she grins. Amity smiles, moving so she isn't downwind. Yeah it's been really nice. What's been really nice? A familiar voice asks from behind her, and Amity's smile widens as she whirls around. None of your business Nosita. She squints, sticking her tongue out at her girlfriend just as the shorter girl scoops her up in a crushing hug and spins her around. Amity's squeal morphs into a laugh as Luz sets her down gently, smiling for a moment before leaning in. Their lips brush, so quickly and delicately that Amity feels herself grumble for more. A moment later she's yanking a surprised Luz in, giving her an appropriately chaste kiss that conveys her decidedly less than chaste intentions. Hey you too. Luz says, smiling at Willow. Sup Luz? Fuck am I glad it's the weekend. No doubt, game night Saturday? Willow asks, blowing a puff of smoke out afterwards. Fuck yeah dude, can't wait to get thrashed again by Lucy. Luz cackles, her strong hands tugging Amity closer. Amity just stuffs her face into Luz's shoulder, she's always so warm. Maybe we'll actually put up a bit of a fight this time. Willow says, rolling her shoulders as she pushes off the tree, I gotta bounce or I'll miss my bus, later nerds. By Willow. Amity says. Later. Luz calls out, turning her attention to Amity. Peppering her face in kisses, each one a little ember on her skin. Amity sighs as they continue to hug. Hey. Luz whispers, gripping the back of Amity's, Luz's, jacket firmly, smiling wide. A gorgeous blush dusting her cheeks. Hi, Amity hums, pulling her closer, you ready to go? Luz nods, hell yeah. The northeast side of Bunasboro has an extremely large park, an excessive amount of the city's budget went into building it about a decade ago. It's huge, consisting of a sprawling wooded area, massive lawns with intricate fountains and centerpieces, a lake, a boardwalk around said lake, and a large square area, fenced off by ornate fencing. Every winter, the city turns the space into a skating rink. Serviced by a pop-up stand to rent skates from. Luz is currently sitting on a cold, sturdy metal bench, internally panicking. She's going to embarrass herself, she's sure of it. She watches as Amity, sitting down on a bench, laces up the figure skates she rented with practiced ease. Luz turns back to her own, trying and failing to get her foot in the hole that feels too small. She somehow managed to get her first foot in the other skate, but she's pretty sure she tied it wrong. Is it supposed to pinch her ankle like that? Luz is struggling with her other foot for a few more seconds, muttering under her breath about going back in time to have a stern conversation with the inventor of shoelaces when she hears a bright chuckle. A flash of auburn and green later, and Amity is kneeling in front of her. Having a bit of trouble? Little bit. Are they supposed to be so tight? They should be snug, sure, but they shouldn't be tight. Amity replies, undoing Luz's entire skate to start again. Luz is sure she's blushing when Amity starts tugging, getting the skate on her foot with surprising ease, cinching up the laces before securing it all in place.
She's so pretty when she's concentrating, her tongue sticking out just a little bit with her brows furrowed. She's done before Luz realizes it. How does that feel? She asks, looking up. Golden eyes somehow sparkling in the pale sunlight. Good. Yeah great. Could you, help with the other one? She mutters. What? You just like seeing me on my knees? Amity says, cocking an eyebrow and biting her lip. Luz's heart starts pounding in her ears, and her brain is suddenly full of static. Instead of answering, she squeaks when Amity tugs hard, and the next thing she knows Amity's lips touch her cheek. I'm just teasing Luz. I know. She says, a little too loudly, her stupid brain is still refusing to cooperate. Amity giggles, and offers a hand. Luz squeaks again when Amity pulls her to her feet suddenly, pressed flush to her tall lithe body. Her lips against her ear, I can always get on my knees for you later. She whispers. Holy hells, Luz can't fucking wait for tonight. When they have the whole night to themselves, alone. With Amity on her knees. Crikey, she says, immediately regretting every single choice that led to her existence in this very moment. Amity grins and lets her go, turning to head for the rink. Luz's ankles shake as she tries to follow, clacking along on her knife shoes. Luz has honestly never really understood the appeal of skating, zipping around on actual blades isn't really her idea of a good time, but when Amity suggested it, she had agreed without hesitation. Luz is beginning to regret that impulse decision. She nearly falls, but catches herself on the edge of the outdoor rink. She's absolutely sure this was a mistake. Then she sees Amity. Gliding effortlessly, a serene smile on her face. Her own winter jacket hugs the tall girl's form closely, her hair flowing as she drifts across the ice. Luz grips the edge a little harder when Amity moves in a sweeping arc, and then she's skating backwards. It's like a dance, but only Amity knows the steps. Golden eyes meet hers, and Luz feels dizzy. Goddess above Amity is so fucking beautiful, and for a moment, Luz wonders how she managed to turn her life around like this. She loves her so much. Hey, are you gonna do anything or just stare? Amity asks her, suddenly way closer than she remembered them being. I love you. Luz blurts out, and elation bubbles inside her when Amity blushes. A moment later a pale hand clasps one of hers, prying it off the barrier. I love you too Luz. Amity says as she guides them onto the ice. Luz squeals when Amity lets go, and her feet nearly flip out from under her. Her brain tells her she's about to fall, causing her to overcorrect harder than necessary. She finally manages to, mostly, stabilize herself. Okay, I can do this. Amity is watching, smiling wide as Luz finally manages to start moving. Scrabbling against the ice. Luz finally looks up at Amity, smiling shakily as she catches up. Then she slips. The world spins, and she's falling. Luz braces for an impact that never comes. Amity is behind her, holding her waist, we can do something else you know. Her gentle understanding only has Luz more determined to make this work. 
She has to try, Amity's always down for whatever Luz wants to do. And no. I want to. Luz replies, determined not to ruin their date. This will be easy, it's just walking. On ice. But not really. Luz throws her hands out in front of her when her brain tells her she's going to fall again. She looks at her girlfriend sheepishly, maybe, uh. I could use a hand though. Amity shifts, lacing her fingers through Luz's and squeezing. Just take it slow, push with one foot at a time. Okay? Amity has a look on her face, it calms Luz, she's safe with Amity. Ams won't judge her if she's bad at something. Luz hesitantly digs one blade into the ice, pushing off, waving her other arm until Amity tenses, giving her an anchor. Then they're skating, side by side. Hand in hand. Okay. Luz says, smiling back. The moment is magical, and after twenty minutes or so Luz definitely has a better handle on it. She even manages to keep up without holding Amity's hand. They laugh, Luz falls a few times, even Amity does once. Lying flat on her back as Luz slips trying to help her up. Luz tosses her shenka into the back seat of Lucy's car, reaching into her purse for her keys as Amity settles in the passenger seat. It was nice of her to lend you the car. Amity muses, looking at the old but impeccably clean interior with curiosity. Yeah, we sort of share it, though Lucy obviously gets priority whenever she wants. Luz explains, starting the car with a turn of the key. Plus she doesn't need it tonight, she's chilling with Salix. Luz backs out of the spot, and before long they're cruising along the highway back to her neck of the woods. Listening to a saved playlist on Amity's phone, they drive in relative silence. So. Luz says once she takes the exit to her neighborhood, what do you want to do first today? Amity hums for a second, and shifts in her seat. Luz squeaks when a hand firmly squishes her thigh. I think I have a few ideas. Hold it. Luz growls, her fingers digging into Amity's hair just right. Tugging at the roots in a way that has her knees weak. Good thing she's already on them, between Luz's legs, kneeling on the floor. Luz sitting on the edge of her bed. Amity gags when Luz shifts slightly, girlcock pushing a little further into her mouth. She moans around Luz after a guttural sound forces its way out of Amity's throat. She instinctively tries to pull back, but Luz holds her steady. Hold it babe, you're doing so good. Amity gags again, then swallows her spit and loses pre. She wants more, Amity tries to pull back, she wants to taste more, to suck Luz hard until she pops. Luz's hands grip harder, just a little longer baby. Mmm. She protests, even as she slurps, working her tongue over Luz's shaft. Oh please, you love this don't you? Luz coos, scratching Amity's scalp. Fuck, she's positive that she's leaking slick all over Luz's bedroom floor. Mmm. Amity can't even pretend to deny it, she's hooked on Luz's clitty. Do you want more? Mmm. Beg me for it. Luz says, grinning wickedly even as she doesn't let Amity pull back. 
mmm. Amity whines, looking up at Luz's eyes, silently pleading even as she keeps sucking. Luz finally lets go of her hair, but she doesn't dare move. Not yet. You look so good like this babe, my cock in your mouth. Luz says, her voice low and dark, you're been so good for me, go on then. Amity doesn't waste a single moment, pulling almost all the way out, gasping air as she licks Luz's tip. She pumps Luz with one hand while she rests her jaw. For a minute. Lavishing her cockhead with attention, panting and softly moaning. Luz scratches her scalp and moans softly. Fuck Luz. She mumbles, her voice slurred. Amity doesn't care, she loves this. Gagging on Luz's cock, mascara running down her face. Letting her girlfriend make a mess of her. Amity opens her mouth wide, hovering over Luz's tip with her tongue stuck out. She looks up, and is met with the sight of Luz staring, dumbstruck. Amity smirks, then takes Luz back in her mouth. Sucking lightly on her way down, flattening her tongue against Luz as she pulls up. Her hands never stopped. Luz groans, throwing her head back as she shudders. A tangy taste fills Amity's mouth as Luz leaks a little, and she moans loudly. Amity loves how Luz gasps raggedly at the vibration. How she's holding Amity's head so gently, mewling as her toes curl. The heat in Amity's core is burning all the brighter, and she knows for sure that she's not letting Luz out of her clutches tonight. Not until she's had her fill and she's beginning to think there's no limit to how much Luz she wants. Luz lets out a warbling gasp, and her entire body is shaking for a moment. Speaking of limits, Amity pulls away, smiling as Luz cries out, the sound is all breath. Gonna come for me Luz? Amity asks, pumping Luz slowly, loving how she squirms. Ah. Give it to me Luz, I want you to use my throat baby. Fill me up. Amity eggs Luz on, smiling. Her heart flutters and the heat between her legs intensifies when Luz moans loudly. Alms. Amity takes Luz halfway in her mouth, pumping her hand up and down the shaft, sucking and tugging with her lips as she does. Luz curls in on herself, her noises getting louder but shorter. Her hands are scrabbling at Amity's head. Then her cock is pulsing, pushing a little deeper into her mouth, coming spilling onto Amity's waiting tongue. Fuck, that taste. Amity moans, trying to pull more out of Luz. Amity realizes with a smirk that she's really become Luz's cum slut. Fuck she loves it so much. The entire time Luz is coming, Amity watches her, loving the sight of her lover coming undone. Falling to pieces, eyes closed, mouth wide open, face scrunched up so tight. She's beautiful. Amity hums, being sure not to spill as she pulls off Luz's clitty. Luz falls back onto the bed and Amity crawls onto her, only swallowing once she's sure Luz is watching. Amity's smirk turns into a fit of giggles as Luz scoots underneath her, both girls moaning when they briefly make contact. And that's it. Amity reaches between them, reaching for that girl cock. Desperate. She wants more. She needs more Luz. In. Inside. Amity grumbles when her fingers find Luz soft, 
she rubs her thumb across the slit, and Luz lets out a jagged gasp. Tanned hands wrap around pale wrists. Ams. I, A-C-H, need a minute okay? Luz whispers, her hips jerking. Amity pouts, whining as she pulls Luz into a kiss. No fair. I want you. She mumbles, and Luz chuckles. Amity squeaks when Luz nips her lip. You'll have me, Hermosa. Soon. Let's just. Luz trails off as she shifts, pushing herself further up the bed while guiding Amity by her hips. She lets Luz move her, eager for something, any contact, anything. Luz spins her around, before pulling Amity into her lap. Amity shakes as Luz sweeps her long hair out of the way, leaning in to kiss her neck firmly. Her arms wrap around Amity, one resting on her chest, the other trailing down. Luz gets right to it, pressing her fingers into Amity's clit, rubbing her so good. Her legs tense, then her abdomen, Amity moans shakily. She leans her head back, resting against Luz's shoulder, slowly rolling her hips against Luz's fingers. There you go baby, feeling good? Mm -hmm. Amity squeaks when Luz's teeth threaten her pulse point, and at the same time she growls. Oh fuck. Good girl, fuck you sound so pretty Amity. Luz whispers, before blowing cold air on Amity's ear, she squeals in surprise, and groans immediately after when Luz licks the shell. Finger yourself for me. Amity reaches immediately, plunging her finger into her soaked pussy easily, curling and rocking her wrist back and forth. Luz chuckles, kissing Amity's temple as she adjusts her arm before continuing to drive Amity wild. Her legs twitch wildly, her mouth is hanging open, she can't control her moans. She's babbling, how much she loves Luz, how good Luz feels. Luz. 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 Amity cries out, slamming into her first orgasm, moaning loudly. Squeaking when Luz's hand covers her mouth. She doesn't stop making her now muffled noises, eyes screwed shut. Her body is so tense, she can see stars. There's no reason to be quiet, they have the apartment all to themselves for the night, but fuck if this isn't hot, Luz pulling her close, muffling her mewling cries. Finally her body relaxes, and she slumps into Luz's embrace. Gasping for breath as Luz peppers her in kisses, squeezing her waist in a gentle hug. How was that Ams? Fuck Luz, so good. Amity grumbles, trying to roll over, wanting Luz's lips. More. More of her. You got a few more in you? She whispers, nipping at Luz's ear just to hear her gasp. Hell yeah. Luz replies, grinning wide as she pushes Amity off her. Fuck. Amity screams, arching her back as Luz pulls her hair. Luz can only groan in response, driving her clitty into Amity over and over. She's glad they have the apartment to themselves tonight, her parents are out on a little weekend vacation, and Lucia said she was busy. Thank goodness, because Amity is so loud tonight. Her girlfriend is on her elbows and knees, beautiful ass in the air, shivering as Luz pounds her hard from behind. It's a gorgeous view. Ams. 
Ams. Luz's stomach tenses, and she lets go of Amity's hair to catch herself, never stopping her hips. She's so fucking close, but she's holding out as best she can, a low buzzing ringing through the room reminding her. Amity moans nothing into a pillow, one hand holding a small bullet vibrator to her clit and the other holding her up. JJ on just, oh, just a little longer. Luz bites her lip hard, trying to hold back the rising swell inside her body. Shaking, she's nearly losing control. She can't. Amity. Amity please. Luz begs, so close, she's not going to make it. She's going to. Come, ah. Come Luz come. Amity moans. Luz yells out, spilling yet another load deep inside her girlfriend. Loving the twin sensations of her own release, and the relaxation that comes with it, along with Amity squealing and moaning as her pussy clamps and clenches hard at her girl cock. Fuck. Amity hums, followed by hissing as Luz pulls herself out. Golden eyes sparkle as they meet hers, that's three, how are you doing baby? Lou's pants, and despite having gone so many times already, she feels an eager anticipation brewing inside her. The night is young, there's plenty of time left, no need to rush. How about a dinner break? Ams. WHWH. Luz's words are cut off when Amity rolls her hips, facing Luz as she bounces on her clitty. The takeout app said it would take 50 plus minutes for their pad tie to arrive they had enough time. And honestly? Amity couldn't help herself, Luz looked so fucking good, lounging on the couch, watching Azure theory videos. Jay just a quick one, th then a be a break okay? Amity's breathing gets shorter, as her hips shudder. Goddess damn, that was a really quick one hey? She moans into her girlfriend's mouth as she rides out her quick and spontaneous orgasm. She comes on Luz's cock one more time before they finally take that break. Watching random YouTube videos, naked except for Amity's plug, keeping all Luz's come inside her. She feels so warm and full, and a little out of control in the best way. Amity giggles as Luz scrambles, throwing on her tank top as she reaches for the ringing intercom. Good girl, how's this? Amity mumbles, Dick gag preventing her from saying anything, her gorgeous thighs shaking as Luz ruts into her. Her wrists tied to the legs of the kitchen table, her legs wrapped around Luz's waist. Her neck covered in hickeys, Luz growls as she feels another peak coming. Ready babe? Luz bites Amity's neck hard, muffling her own moans as she stuffs Amity again. F-U-Yuck. You're such a good fucking cock sleeve ams. Amity only huffs, shivering as Luz pulls out. Luz grabs the plug while tapping Amity's little pink clit with her fingers. Slipping the toy in, feeling a low rumble of approval knowing that Amity is taking everything she gives her. Once the deed is done, Amity moans, a sloppy sound that's music to her ears. Luz grins wickedly, watching as Amity desperately rolls her hips. Luz flips a switch, and the black magic wand buzzes to life. She doesn't let Amity off the table until she's edged the desperate girl twelve times. 
Then she fucks her on the kitchen floor, giving her exactly what she wants. Amity has no idea what time it is, all she knows is she's pretty sure Luz doesn't have any cum left to give her. Not that that's going to stop her from slowly grinding into Luz's girl cock, riding her slowly. Kissing lazily. Luz's constellations are the only light in the room. Luz is a blushing, sweaty mess, and Amity can't stop from lapping at her salty skin. Mmm baby, you fuck me so good. Amity mumbles, shaking as intense pleasure blooms inside her. Ams, I love you Ams, love fucking you. Luz replies, thrusting into her so well. Every motion has Amity gasping. I loa and loel, love you too Luz. Amity's words are punctuated by throaty moans, her voice feels hoarse. But she doesn't care. It feels so good when you breed me baby. Luz gasps harshly, shivering as she gets her hips faster and harder. Amity squeals and a thumb rubs harshly on her clit. Yeah. You love being bred Ams? Luz growls, that husky voice piercing Amity's mind. She lets out a pitched moan in response. You like that babe? You like it when I fill you up? Stuff you so full, hmm? Amity can't words, too. Luz, hard. Her body is trembling, she clings to Luz. You want me to knock you up Amity? Luz's voice is dark and dangerous, and in that moment there's nothing Amity wants more than that. Why yes. Fuck Luz. Put a baby in me, fucking, fucking, ah. Amity's coming, barreling through another orgasm, her entire body quaking as Luz keeps rutting her. Each pulse of pleasure overtaking the previous. Luz is going to fuck her silly, and Amity Blight loves it. You're such a slut for it, hm? All you want is to be full of me, right? Luz says, not letting up even a little as Amity falls slack on her. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, on. Yeah? I'm gonna fucking knock you up Amity, you ready to carry my kid baby? Fuck. Luz. Fuck. Amity's head is spiraling, she can't. She. Her vision swims. Fuck. Here comes Ams. Yes. Yes 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 yes. Amity's voice fails her, and she soundlessly screams as she comes again, it's so good. Luz is filling her, coming inside her. It feels so good. Too good. Luz pulls the soft gray blanket over Amity, making sure she's okay. Amity's never passed out from coming before. Maybe they overdid it, Luz did completely lose track of the number of times they fucked. Damn, Luz's clitty is already sore. She doesn't envy future Luz, that's for sure. Once she's sure that Amity is still breathing, Luz slips out of her bedroom for a moment. Doing her best to tidy up the apartment that they definitely went a little too hard in. The microwave says 3.21 a.m., whoops. Luz cleans the table, cleans and recycles the takeout containers, and generally puts things back where they belong. She finishes with a liberal application of Febreze, hoping that can mask the very obvious smell of sex and arousal. She'll have to open the windows tomorrow morning. Luz brushes her teeth, 
washing her face before climbing into bed with her favorite person. Amity stirs, her eyes fluttering open for a moment. Night. She mumbles, scooting closer, and Luz wraps her in an awkward bed hug. Good night lovely, sleep well okay? Mm-hmm, you too. Amity's eyes close again, and Luz settles in. Staring at the faded glow of her constellation. Lou smiles, letting her eyes drift closed. Everything's so perfect, she almost can't imagine how anything could go wrong. Amity steps through the front doors of Blight Manor. The house is quiet and dark, just like always. The ludicrously ornate flooring clacks under her feet, echoing through the vast entryway. Twin stairs flanking a large lounge. A piano lifted up on a short platform. Several Persian rugs and antique couches fill the space. Amity closes the door behind her, kicking her shoes off right where she stands. Creeping through the quiet morning. A clicking sound, and a lamp next to a high wingback chair flares to life. A pale hand rests on the arm of the chair, and a voice she dreads rolls out like the sweetest poison. Ah, there you are mittens, did you have a nice time? Her mother motions with a single finger, and Amity is obediently walking over to her before she even realizes it. Sitting across from her fully dressed and done-up mother. Stirring a china cup of tea as she gazes down her nose. Why yeah, it was pretty alright. Amity responds, opting to offer as few details as possible. Maybe she can get through this conversation without any difficulty. Good, I'm glad you're spending quality time with your girlfriend. Odalia says it with such a casual tone that Amity almost doesn't notice. At first, the reality of what her mother just said slams into her. Like the low but deep rumblings of a bell, reverberating through her bones. Anel. And my girlfriend? What girlfriend, mom? Amity already knows playing dumb won't work, but she does it anyway. Of course, of course she knew the whole time. Her mother's gentle laugh pierces the storm in her mind, like the sickly beam of a cursed lighthouse. Oh, come now Mittens, you think I didn't know about your little paramour? Odalia is grinning like a tigress who's spotted fresh meat. Amity doesn't know how to reply, she absolutely wasn't expecting to have this conversation right now. Ideally she would never have it. Especially considering that she's still wearing her plug, and is still full of said girlfriend's cum. Odalia sips her tea, clearly loving the power she's seized in the conversation, oh I heard all about it after that awful incident at school. Her mother's expression is virtually unreadable, not that Amity can rely on her mother's face. To know what she's feeling. She's long since learned that Odalia Blight is a master actress able to put on the sweetest face in front of her worst enemy. All the better to stab them in the back later. Amity is yanked out of her thoughts when her mother tuts softly, shaking her head. Her bright blue eyes never leave Amity, we really ought to check in with the police, what are they even doing about that? I'll have a word with the chief. Amity is reeling, trying to catch up. It was obvious from the day of the incident there wasn't any chance that her mom didn't know. But the fact she hadn't ever brought it up before kind of let Amity hope. Why you're not mad, are you?
she practically whispers. Almost jumping in her skin when Odelia laughs, standing up. For some reason, Amity tenses when her mom stalks over to her, sitting down a little too close. Amity sweetie, why would I be? You're almost 18 you know? You can do whatever you want. You can spend your time however you please. Oh, T thanks mom. Amity shifts, bumping into the arm of the couch. She shivers, an unpleasant and vaguely familiar sensation bubbling inside her when Odelia places a single manicured hand on her thigh, squeezing slightly. Amity whimpers without realizing it, and Odelia blinks, pulling away. Of course dear, but you must be so tired. I won't keep you, off you go now. Amity nods and stumbles away, feeling dizzy with shock and something. Something worse, gnawing at her gut. What the hell was that? Why is her head so loud? Oh. Amity before I forget. Amity pauses, one foot on the first step. Odelia's eyes are bright, like a burning orphanage, we're hosting a little dinner party, and you must bring Luz. I'd simply love to meet her. It's not a question. Or a request. It's an order. Yes mother. She answers flatly, before a fear rips through her, she doesn't know much about table etiquette, is that all right? Of course darling, it will be a fairly casual dinner, just the family. And of course there will be the investors gala afterwards, so make sure to take her shopping for something suitable to wear, yes? Odelia looks at her perfect nails as Amity's heart slams in her chest, a trap. Of course she'd lead with a simple request only to reveal the real intentions once Amity agreed. Luz and her, trapped at a dinner with her mother, then a gala with all of Blight Industries' investors and partners. But, how could she refuse? Yes mom. Good girl, and Amity? Mom? I love you dear. The words she always wants to hear from her mother sound, off, if words could go bad they'd sound like this. Amity nods, feigning a yawn before she walks as calmly as she can up the stairs. She locks her bedroom door, has the longest and hottest shower she's had all week, then lies flat on her bed, staring at her ceiling. What in the hell does her mom have planned? Chapter 21, Winter Formalities Part 2, The Gala Luz walks out of the bathroom, feeling equal parts proud and nervous. She walks out into the living room, where Ida and Lucia are splayed on different couches. How do I look? Luz asks, spinning in place. You look amazing Bibi. Lucia chirps, grinning widely. A real bombshell in the making kiddo. Ida grunts, wincing as she climbs up to her feet to clasp Luz's shoulders. Yeah? She asks, her nerves slipping through the cracks. Just don't set the place on fire, and you'll do just fine. Ida replies with a confident smile, it's hard for Luz not to relax a little at the sight. If Ida wasn't worried then Luz wouldn't be either. Oh looking good Mija. Camila says, striding out from the hallway, before walking over to the door and pulling her boots onto her feet, are you ready to go? Her long flowing dress is almost black. Loose but still shapely. Instead of straps there's a large piece of floral lace that covers the top of her chest, 
all the way up to her neck. Elegant, enchanting, but appropriate for tonight. At least that's what Amity had said when they picked it out together. Her hair is wavy and hanging loosely around her shoulders, she hasn't cut it in months, but it looks good. To be honest, Luz wasn't sure how to feel. On the one hand, she was excited to meet Amity's family, but on the other hand, she was terrified to meet Amity's family. My parents are not good people. Amity's mom knew the whole time. She knew that they were dating. And she didn't do anything, that's gotta mean something right? She inhales slowly, okay, she can do this. As ready as I'll ever be. Luz says, turning and putting on her new fancy heels. Goddess she hopes tonight goes well. At very least, she hopes that she makes it through the night unscathed. Her mama chats the whole way there, and Luz relaxes after a few minutes, letting herself get caught up in the conversation. She almost feels at ease. But then she sees it. The manor. Looming against the darkening sky. The house is huge and daunting, like a fortress out of a fantasy novel. Camila pulls up to the gate, a large black metal thing, all twisted bars and artistic renditions of different scenes. Luz notices what looks like a manticore eating someone. Charming. The gate attendant waves them through, and a moment later Luz steps out of the car. She smiles feebly as her mom drives away, and a strange sense of familiarity fills her at the sight. Luz swallows, looking around at the mostly quiet manor. She notices a wing, farther down, with a big circular room made of glass. A dome on top. A sharp spire sticking up out of it. People were bustling about inside like ants, setting things up by the looks of it. Must be where the gala will be, three hours from now. Luz rings the doorbell, flattening out imaginary creases in her dress while she waits. Noticing the carvings on the stone exterior of the house. Hydras, and wendigos, and sirens, monsters from folklore that Luz recognizes, and many she doesn't. Monsters. A totally normal motif to have in architecture. Rich people have weird interests. The doors swing open, spilling warm light onto the stone steps. Luz was expecting Amity, instead it's some dude. Luz opens her mouth to speak, but she's cut off. Ah, uh, Ms. Nosita, you're right on time. Please allow me to welcome you to Blight Manor. He gestures with a hand, and Luz shakily crosses the threshold. She follows the man, trying not to worry as the doors slam shut behind her. After Camila locks the door and walks down the hallway to take Luz to Blight Manor, Lucia straightens up in her seat. Staring at the door. Her face is tight. Shit, her whole body is tight. I don't like this. She says, fear and anger burning just as bright as it did when Luz first told them Amity's parents invited her over. Don't trust my mother. The warning rings through her head. Neither do I kid, but there's not much we can do. Ida says, shifting on her couch to look over. Tawny gold eyes staring her down. But. No buts. Relax kid, Amelia's gonna be there. Ida reaches for the remote and cues up the first YouTube video she can find, she's gonna keep an eye on them. 
Lucia slumps back down, the tension in her neck refusing to let go. She can't help but feel like this whole situation is familiar. Like they've just let Luz go wandering straight in again. Straight into a den of monsters. Amity looks pretty, she knows that, but she can't quite appreciate her own aesthetic genius. She's too nervous. Tonight is some kind of test, or trap. Amity's sure of it. Her mother has something planned, she must. Why else would she suddenly reveal that she had known about Amity's secret relationship for so long without mentioning it? The only comfort in this shit storm is that Amelia is going to be there too. Her light pink dress is cute, her hair is half in an updo, and she hopes Luz likes the change she made in a spur-of-the-moment decision, with Amira's help. She doesn't really care what her mom will do about it. What can she do? Shave her head? Amity hears the doorbell, and takes a shaky breath in. We can do this, it's one night. She can't stop me, she can't make me leave Luz. I won't let her. Amity stalks as quickly as she can in her heels, the ones that her mother insists they wear inside despite the fact that the actual gala isn't for another couple hours. Oh goddess, her palms are so clammy. What if something goes wrong? What if she messes up? What if Luz is pretty? Amity looks down the main flight of stairs, just as the doors slam shut. There she is, Luz Nosita, looking radiant. Her dress and hair make her look like a goddess-damned queen. Except for her expression, she looks terrified. Luz. Amity calls down, and Luz looks up, relief spreading across her face. Followed by wide-eyed surprise and open adoration. Hi, Ams. Luz croaks out, and Amity giggles, in spite of the incredulous look the butler offers. Your hair, it's different, and pretty. She continues. Thanks, I thought I could use a change. Amity says, smiling wide as she tosses her freshly colored lavender locks over her shoulder. I'll take it from here. Amity tells the butler, walking down the steps and taking Luz's arm. Ms. Blight, your mother was very clear dash. And I'm being very clear now, I'll be introducing my girlfriend to my family, not you. She replies icily, turning and dragging an apologetic Luz along with her. That was kind of mean. Luz chuckles once they're out of earshot. Not really, he's one of mom's stooges. Used to report to her when Amy snuck us candy. Ah, shame about him being a jerk though. I'm pretty sure mom hit Amy afterwards, Amity says, stopping to face her girlfriend fully. Luz's eyes are wide and her posture is closed. Luz, I don't mean to scare you, but my parents aren't good, dad used to try, but he doesn't. He hasn't for years. But my mom, just, be careful around her, and don't trust her okay? Luz nods slowly, and Amity leans in, kissing her delicately. I love you. We got this. Amity says. Totally, and I love you too. Amity opens the door to the dining room and leads Luz in. Apparently it was a mistake to think of the Blight's dining room as a room. A more appropriate term would have been dining hall. The room was massive, 
a long dark wood table running all the way down. Expensive-looking dining chairs flanking each end. Oil paintings larger than a wall of Luz's bedroom lined each wall, and Luz tried very hard not to notice just how many of them featured monsters. Some dude was stabbing a dragon in one, that was kind of rad though. On the far end were gathered four people. Two very similar-looking young adults, a guy and a girl, nearly identical actually. Their hair was dyed a matching dark green, and their matching gray suits were actually very striking, each cut perfectly to fit. Amity's older siblings, the middle children. The troublemakers, Ed and M. Amity had given mixed reviews of these two in the very few times she had talked about her family at length. But at least they were pretty to look at. Slightly uncomfortably pretty. A tired and slightly disheveled looking man sat in a chair, staring at his hands. His auburn hair had clearly resisted a recent attempt at taming and his thick glasses clung to his ears. His suit was a deep, dark purple. Golden eyes flickered over curiously as they entered. The dad she assumed? Last, but in no universe the least, a pale woman sitting at the head of the table, her shock of mint hair tied up in a simple bun. Aquamarine lipstick shining in the light. Bright blue eyes, full of a cunning luz couldn't quite place watched their every step across the hall. Her dress is simple, yet screams obscene wealth. A pale white dress, green barely a hint in the hue, hugging her form without sacrificing mobility. A warm smile on her face as she stands up, and the family follows suit. Odelia Blight is shorter than Luz expected, but everything else about the woman matches perfectly. She's slightly taller than Luz, but even though everyone else in the room was taller than her, she radiates power. The confident way she stalks over, meeting Luz and Amity a third of the way down the table. Amity, your hair looks wonderful darling, it's a good color on you, Odelia comments, and Amity blinks like a deer caught in the headlights. Odelia smiles before turning her full gaze onto Luz, eyeing her from head to toe, welcome, welcome. You must be Luz, she says, her voice just as warm as her smile. Warm and sweet. Almost painfully saccharine. Luz's heart is pattering and her palms feel clammy. Hi, yeah, I'm Luz, it's nice to meet you Mrs. Blight. Luz says, extending her hand. Odelia looks at it for a moment gingerly before taking it. Luz felt a sour grumbling in her gut, Odelia's grip was uncomfortably hard. Her gaze was a little too intense. Yes, a pleasure to finally meet you at last, it's unfortunate that Amity hasn't seen fit to invite you over yet. I've been dying to meet the girl who won Amity's heart. Then she shifts, wrapping her arm around Luz's shoulder, pulling her a little too close for Luz's comfort. Before Luz can properly process, she's dragging them along. Luz finally notices that Odelia somehow worked her way between them. Splitting them, holding them both close. Luz by her shoulder and Amity, by her, waist? The fuck? This is my husband, Alador, a genius, the greatest inventor of the century. Odelia says, gesturing to Amity's dad, who apathetically waves, not even bothering to stand up. Luz waves sheepishly, and Amity says nothing.
Why is this so uncomfortable? Why is she so close? Are rich people just weird like this? Do they have no concept of personal space? And of course this is Edric and Amira, the twins. They dash, Odelia is cut off by the guy, Edric, gripping Luz's hand and shaking it vigorously, yanking her away from Odelia and into his gentle grip. So you're the gal that Amity's told us so much about. Edric says, smiling warmly. Luz feels her heart pounding a little harder, did Amity talk much with these two? For some reason she can't remember at this moment. The girl, her long green braid sways as she darts forward. Wow Mittens, you weren't kidding when you said she was cute, Amira continued, easily dragging Amity into a sideways hug while winking at Luz. M. Amity growls, her face slowly but surely turning red. In spite of the uncomfortable interactions, Luz laughs out a little, this feels a lot more normal. Even if those two seem a little too flirty for her taste. Yes yes, let's take our seats. Odelia says with a stiff tone, and Luz glances behind her. She isn't quite sure if she imagined the snarl on Odelia's face, it was gone before she fully turned her head. We're just waiting on Amelia then, the woman comments. As if summoned, the doors crash open behind them, and Luz turns, just as Amity wiggles and struggles free of Amira's grip. The tall auburn-haired assassin lady from months ago walks in, wearing a medium-length faded pink dress. Her hair done up in a gorgeous sort of braided updo thing. Luz doesn't really know how to describe it. Okay now that she thinks about it, it makes more sense that this woman who looks a lot like Amity would be her big sister, and she's probably not an assassin. She looks way less scary than last time at least. The twins wave and greet her, and Odelia sits back down in her chair, and of course our eldest, Amelia. She says, her tone a little more measured than it has been. Mother, Amelia nods, Dad. Alador looks up for a moment, then his golden gaze returns to the table. Luz wonders what his deal is. Does he hate all this formality? Honestly, mood. Amelia stops in front of Luz and Amity, extending her hand and a smile, pleased to finally meet you Luz, Amity speaks very highly of you. Luz reaches out, Amelia's grip is warm and firm. Comforting, almost like a blanket. If a handshake could be a blanket, that is. You both look lovely. Amity, I love your hair. Amelia comments, before curtly turning and taking her seat directly on Odelia's left. Alador is on Odelia's, and the twins sit next to him. Luz smiles, and leaves the space next to Amelia for Amity, wanting her girlfriend to be able to spend time with her favorite sibling, and also allowing Luz a little space. There was an indescribable air settling over the table, it only set into Luz further when Odelia rang a small silver bell, apparently signaling to the staff that it was time for dinner. There were maybe a dozen pieces of cutlery in front of Luz, big forks, small forks, smaller forks, and the same for spoons and knives. Large plates of salad with hardly anything on them are brought out first, and Luz watches Amity grab the small, but not smallest, fork and follows suit. It's a small family dinner, but Luz can't help but feel like she's sitting in on some sort of deadly game. 
The tension in the air is so thick she's sure she could cut it, maybe with the smallest knife? Nothing is obviously out of the ordinary, but it almost feels like Amelia and Odelia are. Lou struggles to describe it, fencing with pleasantries. Luz turns to her plate and stabs one of the three pieces of lettuce artfully ordered on her plate. Dinner has begun. After a few tense minutes of Amelia and Odelia catching up on business and law, apparently Amelia is a big-shot lawyer of some kind, the conversation finally shifts. So tell us a little about yourself Luz, Odelia says over the sound of cutlery clinking against the fancy plates, Amity hasn't mentioned you to me at all, though her siblings all seem to be in the know. Luz swallows her mouthful of salad, she's been diligently avoiding the apple slices, they're one of the many foods she can't eat without bloating, before she answers, well. I was, uh, born in Gravesfield, it's inland a little bit. But yeah we didn't stay there for very long though. She turns to look at her plate, as foggy memories of her papa looking pale and tired as she sat on his lap crossed her mind. Never forget, my little light that your papa loves you very much. He croaked, bouncing her on his knee. No? Why is that? Did your family move for work? Odelia asks, popping an apple slice in her mouth. Bright blue eyes laser focused, and Luz feels like she's under a microscope. Like this is some kind of examination. No, my. Luz stumbles, emotion swelling up. Her dad left her so early, left her, Lucia, and Mama alone. It wasn't his fault of course, no one chooses to get cancer. It wasn't his fault, but Mama struggled to do it all alone. She had to pay down the rest of the mortgage, keep the house in order, feed two growing girls, make time for both of them and herself. She couldn't possibly do it alone, so things slipped through the cracks. Luz blamed her Mama for it at the time but what would she have done in her mom's place? Her dad left them all so early. It's why Lucia turned to, well it's why Lucia coped the way she did. It's why Luz felt lost and alone. A warm pressure on her knee draws her focus out of that deep and dark pit. Luz looks over, and Amity is watching her. Love and concern written on her face. Amity's here, she isn't alone anymore. Luz can do this. Open up just a little to people she barely knows, to get this whole thing over with as painlessly as possible. My dad got really sick, so we moved, to be closer to a better hospital. Luz finishes, shoveling a bunch of lettuce into her mouth. Hopefully that'll excuse her from answering for a few moments. There's a poignant silence, before Amelia clears her throat quietly. I'm sorry to hear that. She offers a pained and small smile on her face. Yeah, me too. Luz replies, quietly. Oh, Luz? Amelia starts, and Luz looks at the older woman, I really like your art. Luz slams back into the room. My art? Yes, on Instagram, it's very good. Why you follow me? Yes, after Amity showed me. It's great. Luz barely notices the next two courses, immersed in talking about her creative endeavors. She talks about how she got into drawing, how her dad used to draw with her, 
how she kept it up after he died, how it helped her express difficult emotions and feelings. Everyone seems surprised when Alador perks up at the mention of Ida's workshop, and soon they're all talking about Blight Industries and its many inventions. Home security, weapons, automobiles, it seems like they make all of it. Lou's new Amity was rich, but fuck, she didn't realize how rich. Luz relaxes, her fears about Odelia seem unfounded, she actually seems really nice. Amity even starts to enjoy herself a little, though Amelia and Luz seem more responsible for that than anyone else. Though Luz notices that Amity seems to have more of a rapport with the twins than she's let on previously. It's nice, but still stiff, like her and the twins are still rebuilding something long neglected. Dessert is some fancy chocolate paste thing called ganache. It's so fucking rich that Luz needs to chug water between bites. Almost overwhelmingly chocolatey. Amity giggles. Not that it's a test, but she feels like she's getting along well. Amelia and the twins seem to like her, and she really thinks the three of them are great. Amelia is sharp and attentive, asking interesting questions and providing interesting anecdotes. Luz is infinitely curious about her life, as it seems full of wild experiences. Luz learns she's ten years older than the twins. Speaking of, the twins are a riot, they even manage to drag a chuckle out of Odelia herself. Though they are a lot more wild than Amelia, quick-witted, observant, and way way too pretty for Luz's bisexual heart. Amity has to growl out a few little warnings occasionally when the twins flirt a little too hard with Luz for her liking. Luz's head spins when they do. The impulsive part of her brain wonders if Amity would ever be amenable to the twins having a go at Luz? Not that she'd ever bring that up, that's insane. Amity, your hair is nice. Alador pipes up after a long silence, and Luz can practically feel the surprise pouring out of her girlfriend. Um. Thanks dad. She says, a light blush dusting her cheeks. It reminds me of my hair when I was your age. He comments, looking down at the table with a soft smile. Luz narrows her eyes for a moment, noticing how much Alador avoids eye contact. How blunt and direct he is. Luz wonders if she's not the only neurospacy person at the table. Alador is a bit of an enigma to her, other than the fact he really likes engineering, and seems to be a wizard at robotics, something Luz herself has only barely dabbled in. He laughed when she said her attempts at code always wound up being spaghetti. They finish dessert and continue chatting for a long while. Luz learns that the twins also love Cosmic Frontier, and they talk animatedly about the latest developments with Obelius Arc. During this discussion, Amelia leans in and is talking quietly with Odelia, seemingly about something sort of private. Luz barely notices, until she sees blue eyes dart over to her for an instant. Odelia, Luz seemed to barely connect with her at all. Throughout the dinner she seemed content to observe, and occasionally interject with questions. Most of them were perfectly normal, clarifying or seeking additional detail. How did you and Amity meet? At school. When did you start going out? It just sort of happened over time. How are you finding Hexide? So on and so forth. But a few felt, unusual to lose.
what do you hope to have in the future, is a weird way to ask that, right? Luz didn't like how she occasionally caught Odelia staring at her with a curious look. Darting between her and Amity. They were fleeting moments, but each time they happened they had Luz's hair standing on end for a moment or two. Luz feels the tension returning as dinner winds down. Odelia excuses herself to make final preparations for the gala, which is due to begin in a few minutes. She's never been in a house this fancy, let alone at a high society event. What if she makes a fool of herself? Come on, let's all get freshened up. Amelia says, hurting Luz, Amity, and the twins away. Leading them down a dizzying maze of hallways, the twins giggling and whispering while Luz and Amity walk hand in hand. You okay? Amity asks softly after a while, and Luz jumps slightly before nodding. Yeah. She replies, turning as Amelia opens the door to a large, bathroom. There are sinks and vanity mirrors at least. Luz looks back the way they came, her eyes falling on an oil painting of a large creature with many snake-like heads, wrapping around a knight who is grimacing in horror. Yeah. I'm fine. Luz says, turning into the room as a vague and distant dread settles in her gut. Luz is definitely not fine, Amity is sure of it. Her girlfriend already seems exhausted, and they're only an hour into the gala. In fairness Amity has almost had enough of it too. Odelia has been parading them both around, introducing them to all of her friends. You remember my little Amity, and this is her new girlfriend Luz Nosita. Odelia said again and again, each variation a little different than the last. But one phrase stayed the same throughout. My little Amity. It unsettled her, but she didn't quite know why. She greets vaguely familiar people, all titans of Connecticut's economy or the surrounding areas. Each comments on how lovely she looks tonight, each exchanges polite greetings with Luz. Amity's mind wanders. It's always the same. She's sitting in a limo with her mom. Amity smiles her fake smile, holding onto Luz tightly as they make the rounds. Men smile and laugh as Odelia catches up with them, or conveys little tidbits. About the girls she's showing off like trophies. Amity frowns slightly, as a vague half-memory half-impression floods her brain. Buttons coming undone. Luz does her best trying to impress people she doesn't know. Unknowingly making moves in a game she can't see. A pale hand sliding under her shirt. Amity's grip on Luz's arm tightens, and she can vaguely feel her girlfriend's eyes on her. My little Amity. Odelia says again, guiding her close to a tall and thin man. A hallway with marble pillars, a cold and long-fingered hand guiding her to a large archway. Amity nods, agreeing half-heartedly with whatever the tall man was saying about her. Doing all of the necessary things to appear like she was fine. Amity looks around, and a moment later something shifts and nothing feels real. Not Luz's hand on her own, not the ground under her feet, not her body, not even what was happening around her. What was happening? Mom? What's happening? Amity's own voice echoes in her head, smaller, higher-pitched, younger. Relax Middens. Her mother coos in her ear, 
sending shivers down her spine. A familiar room with a clawfoot bathtub. Full of bubbles. Amity had been laughing and splashing. Until. Amity can barely feel Luz squeezing her hand, she can barely hear her mother talking. Until. I'm just making sure you're all clean. Odelia whispers, lips brushing her ear. Amity physically recoils, backing up into Luz. What? What was that? Why could she? Why could she feel hands on her body? Hands where there absolutely weren't any. Am's, broken snippets of Luz's voice tumble through the fog. Amity can't. She can't. It's too much. Bathtubs and ballrooms and masquerades. A cat and a deer. Ah. Philip. There you are, dear. Odelia calls out, greeting her old friend with a warm hug. Philip. The man who simps way too hard for her. Who never leaves her alone during those business trips. Amity's swirling thoughts vanish in an instant, replaced by numb quiet. She almost lets go of Luz. Almost. Luz, this is Philip Whitbane. Of Whitbane Munitions. Philip is in a dark pinstripe suit. His grey-blonde hair is done back in a ponytail, his bright blue eyes burning through her soul. Amity feels exposed under that gaze, not that she can do anything about it. Nice to meet you, Mr. Whitbane. Amity hears Luz say but she can't quite focus, the tall man stepping closer and he extends a hand towards Luz. There's a brief hesitation, and Amity's heart skips a beat when Luz pulls her hand away. Extending it out, grabbing Philip's. The smile that cracks across his face. Odelia squeezing her shoulder just a little harder. Amity isn't sure why, but it feels familiar. Her mother is saying something, Luz seems uncomfortable. Philip stares at her. He lets go of Luz's hand. Odelia lets go of her shoulder. Luz reaches for Amity. A hand takes her arm, and Luz hesitates, her hand twitching slightly. Amity is being steered away. She looks back and Luz is being guided in a different direction by her mom. Amity numbly turns her attention back to Philip. How long has he been talking? I'm glad I can borrow you for a few moments Ms. Blight, it's been too long. Philip says, his voice dragging her attention, almost against her will, to his drawn face. Yes sir. Amity replies without really meaning to. She easily follows him away from the crowd, and why wouldn't she? He's just a harmless old man. Your new hair is nice, but I quite like the green, shame it's gone. Philip comments his cold and prim voice sending a shiver down her spine, like a spider crawling over her skin. Yes sir. Sorry sir. She replies, leaning into him, almost against her will. Why does she feel so weird? Like she has to perform, behave, or something will happen. Something bad. A man in a deer mask looming over her, blue eyes burning from within. So many voices ringing out over the low music. Amity feels a sudden terror sting at her throat. She looks around, desperate to catch someone's attention. 
anyone's, all the while trying to fake her way through the conversation Philip seems immersed in. Walking down a dark hallway, past that room, thank goddess they don't go in. I must say, I find it rather unexpected that you're dating someone. Philip says. Ornate rooms, leading to a large bed. A small jingling sound, and she lurches forward, tension pulling at the back of her neck. Something hugs her throat a little too tightly as she collapses onto it. What do you mean? Amity asks, looking up at the man, as he smiles down. Patronizing, like she's a child. I don't mean anything by it, she, just doesn't seem like your type. He says, gesturing vaguely at nothing with his hand. My type. Amity frowns, pulling her arm away from his grip. Let me teach you some manners. Why yes, I dash. And do you know my type Philip? She asks, an unfamiliar fire coursing through her veins. I, uh. He stammers, and Amity's anger fizzles out, replaced by an icy indifference. Another person who thinks they know what's best for her. It seems not, I apologize. He says shortly, grabbing two drinks off a passing server's tray. Amity eyes him, her anger still smoldering. He gestures, and she takes the glass. She seems lovely, he continues, you've just never expressed much interest before. What? In girls? Amity asks, trying to keep her wild indignation in check, Philip is a family friend, he's one of mom's biggest business partners. It wouldn't do to piss him off, that would just bring Odelia down on her harder. Yes, but I obviously missed, the signs. He says, trying to sound upbeat, but failing miserably, Amity can see through it. He's surprised she likes girls? She's never shown interest in women? She's never been interested in men? Where the hell would he get the idea that she was into men from? Why is he even talking about this, like he doesn't think Luz is a good fit? It seems a wildly inappropriate topic to talk about with him. He's probably just jealous that Luz fucks me better. Amity almost snorts at the sudden thought, then a moment later the full weight of it slams into her and she physically staggers. Why would she think that? No, that's not possible. Philip, he absolutely wouldn't. The glass slips from her grip, spinning as it falls. It shatters. Philip jumps away, and Amity is showered in champagne. Her mind spinning wildly. No way, Philip watched her grow up. He's like an uncle. An annoying uncle, but an uncle nonetheless. A sudden fear clouds her mind, her breathing is quick, too quick. Her chest feels tight, her heart is pounding so hard against her ribs. She messed up. She made a scene. She was bad. Everyone's looking. Everyone's watching. The champagne soaks into her dress, cold and sticky. Her eyes darted around the room. She can't find Luz, where's Luz? Philip takes a step closer. Naughty girls. A familiar voice says in her mind, advancing on her with a handle in his hand, many throngs of leather swaying. Amity freezes, every nerve in her body is screaming, thrashing, roaring at her to run. But run where? 
Where could she go? She's trapped in the middle of them. We'll be punished. The dear man says. She's in a room full of people. She can't. Whoops. A classic case of the Butterfingers, hey mittens? A smooth and familiar voice says from beside her as a pale hand gently touches her shoulder. Oh sincerest apologies Mr. Whitbane. Here, let me help, our staff should be able to clean up your shoes in no time. A deeper, but nearly identical voice rings out from her right as a green-haired, gray-suited guy steps into her view, gesturing away from the party with one arm. M? Amity says numbly, and her big sister squeezes her shoulder, steering her in the opposite direction. Hey Ams, Amira says, a strange light in her eyes as she guides Amity through the crowd, let's get you cleaned up hmm? Amity nods, clinging to her sister as they leave the gala. A whimpering cry of pain echoing in her mind. Luz leans against the railing, the cool air has goosebumps forming on her bare shoulders. Holy fucking goddess was this whole ordeal uncomfortable. After that beanpole filly or whatever his name was spirited Amity away, Luz was left alone with Odelia, who took her arm and paraded her around like a prize pony. Introducing her to people who barely cared. She talked the whole time, explaining who was who, and how Blight Industries was involved with their work. Introducing Luz as her Luz. It felt wrong. Everything about their interactions was wrong. Alarm bells were blaring when Odelia gripped her waist, pulling Luz close. Cackling and talking with some group of socialites Luz didn't bother learning the names of. Finally, Odelia let her go, excusing herself to go find her husband. Luz wandered around, sampled some snacks, snagged a flute of champagne, and tried to find an appropriate place to be a wallflower something that proved to be difficult, considering she was in a large circular room made of glass. At some point, she thought she saw someone who looked like Tara, and her heart nearly shot out of her throat. A minute later there was the loud crash of glass, and Luz jumped out of her skin, and was out of there in a goddess-damned second. Luz breathes deeply, soothing herself, letting the cool air ground her. She's standing on a wide balcony, leaning against a stone wall that is about three-quarters of her height. It's surprisingly quiet despite the fact that a single layer of glass separates her from the madness inside. And the night is calm, the very large estate the manor sits on is still and quiet. Little clouds of breath interspersed with clouds of smoke trail away as she forcibly drags her nervous system back under control. It wasn't her. Tara is in jail, where she belongs. She can't even have a chance at parole for another two years. She's not here. Luz is safe. Ah, there you are. A familiar voice sends a vague dread settling in her bones. She sighs. Luz can't catch a break, can she? Luz turns to the speaker, and sure enough Odelia Blight is sauntering over, a curious expression on her face. Her eyes are sparkling. Her perfectly horrid green dress swaying as she walks right up to Luz, leaning against the wall next to her. Sorry I had to step away for a bit, how are you enjoying the party? She asks, reaching into her little handbag. It's, big? 
Luz offers, and is surprised when Odelia laughs, pulling out a carton of smokes. It certainly is, though there are so many powerful and important people in one space, it can be a bit much. She holds a cigarette. Luz puffs out a cloud, watching her. A moment later those cold blue eyes meet her own. You don't mind, do you? She asks, holding her sig towards Luz. Luz stares for a moment, then reaches out, intending to light it with her own. Odelia pulls back, cocking a perfect eyebrow for a moment, her smile turning, sharp. Don't trust my mother. Luz doesn't move, neither does Odelia. She can't be serious. Neither budges. Odelia's hand twitches on the railing. Then, Luz reaches into her purse and flicks her lighter to life with a flourish. Leaning over, needing to bend at her waist slightly to reach. Shielding the flame with her hand, Luz manages to light Odelia's cigarette. Odelia's smile deepens after a puff. You're a good girl Luz. Odelia says. Luz watches as she puts the ivory tip of the cigarette holder to her aquamarine lips. Odelia glances at her, and Luz looks back out over the balcony. The silence is palatable, uncomfortable. Luz wonders if there's a way she can politely exit the conversation while also not royally pissing off her girlfriend's mom. Until then, Luz is content to say absolutely nothing, letting this moment float away. It seems Odelia Blight has other plans. I must say, I'm impressed. Why you are? Luz says. Yes, you handled yourself quite well during dinner. You nearly had me convinced. Luz narrows her eyes again, turning to look straight at Odelia, who continues to look out over the yard. Convinced? Yes. You won over the rest of the family easily enough, I'm impressed, you wove quite a convincing story, but you don't have to lie to me. Odelia stares at Luz, taking a step closer as she does, what do you really want from Amity? Luz steps back, feeling the air around them change drastically, excuse me, she croaks. Oh come now, is it money? Status? Fame? A sick family member who has bills? Luz takes another step back, what the hell is she talking about? Does she think, think that Luz is using Amity? No, I don't want any of that. Luz plants her feet. Taking a drag as she stares back at this woman. Odelia looks genuinely surprised, puzzled even. Then why pursue her? Luz blinks, she's almost convinced this conversation isn't real, maybe she fell asleep, or slipped on the shiny floor and knocked herself out. Maybe Tara and Jacob really did kill her back then. Maybe this is all a crazy limbo dream world. It doesn't matter though, because it sounds like this lady thinks Amity is some kind of commodity, and that sickens Luz. Because I love her. Luz says, taking a step closer. Almost toe to toe with her. Odelia's face is a mask of shock, morphing quickly into something worse. You, love her? A cold hand clasps her shoulder, hard. Her thumb glided across Luz's skin. Yeah, is that so hard to believe? Luz replies, shrugging Odelia's hand off of her. Luz steps back to put a little distance between them, 
something about Odelia being in her personal space, touching her, it feels, wrong. For one single instant, Odelia's face twists in fury. Luz takes another step back, almost instinctively putting her hands up in front of her. It looks like Odelia is about to strike. Then, it's gone. Replaced with a soft and confident smile. It happened so fast Luz wasn't a hundred percent sure it was real. Odelia stays where she is, returning to leaning on the stone railing, looking out over the grounds as she puffs out clouds of smoke. I see. She says evenly, a perfectly calm response. Luz narrows her eyes, too perfect. She watches Odelia a little closer, her face is too relaxed. She's faking it, she realizes. Luz could almost see it, the act Amity's mom is putting on. Only noticed because of the peek behind the curtain, and her own years of dealing with manipulative adults. Like Kyle, fucking Kyle. But Kyle was a second-rate liar, whenever he tried to excuse away his disregard for her boundaries, she could carve his bullshit into little pieces with ease. Odelia, she was on another level. Her calm tone, her even expression, perfect. It was so convincing. So, you want to spend your life with her? Odelia asks quietly, sounding so tired. A world-weary woman who just wants a little peace and quiet. Smoking with a girl who could wind up being her future daughter-in-law, bonding. Two wayward souls, resting together. But Luz can see the glint in her eye, the way she's watching for Luz's reaction. Gauging her. What choice does Luz have but to tell the truth though? She nods. The joy that would normally fill her up after admitting something like this is dampened by Odelia. She offers no visible reaction, and for a few minutes she doesn't say anything. Both of them smoking in silence, the party carrying on without them. Until, do you think that's good for her? Pardon? Odelia faces her, a smoldering fire in her eyes. Can you provide the life she wants? Can you give her the wedding she wants? If you're not with her for the money, can you care for her without it? Her voice is cutting, that barely contained fury from earlier leaking out. The life she wants? What kind of life does Amity want? Does she want to live all rich and famous? Would she be perfectly content living in a cheap apartment with Luz, barely getting by as they figure themselves out? A wedding? How many people would she want to attend? What sort of venue would she want? Could Luz afford it? Doubt is gnawing at her, maybe Odelia has a point. Wait, that's stupid. Amity loves me for me, despite being a delinquent, despite being, the robot, the whore, the arsonist. Well, alleged arsonist, but still. Luz takes a step closer, looking squarely at Odelia as she takes a drag of her cigarette. That depends on what Amity wants, don't you think? Luz says, gauging her reaction. Odelia seems unimpressed, so Luz makes another move, it's her choice, who to be with. As long as that's me I'm going to do my best to make her happy. Finally, a reaction. Her eyebrows shoot up. A soft smile forming, a sinister malice behind it. Oh you will, will you? Odelia says quietly. Stepping closer, 
her eyes glinting, her fist clenched tightly. Yeah. Luz growls, squaring her shoulders. Neither moves for a few moments, locked in a standoff. Neither budging. Luz isn't going to back down, if she needs to punch this bitch's lights out the night she met her, so be it. Luz has caused more trouble for less. Odelia seems to grow, not that she's actually getting taller, rather her presence seems to be less avoidable. It's hard to explain, but the woman has a magnetism that draws your attention. Luz rolls out her wrist, wincing as something pops. Then, one side of Odelia's lip twitches upward, well, we'll see, won't we? Her words are heavy, the tone is venomous. Luz steps back, and Odelia's grin deepens. Odelia reaches out, her fingertips brushing against Luz's collarbone as she grips her shoulder. Her eyes drop to the point of contact, her lips parted slightly. Thumb brushing skin. Luz's eyes fly wide. Then the balcony doors open with a slam, Odelia pulls away and both women whirl around. Mother. There you are, several investors are looking for you. Amelia says, hands clasped together in front of her, an unreadable expression on her face. Her golden eyes darted to Luz for a single instant, before returning her mother's unflinching gaze. Odelia takes one last puff of her cigarette, then puts it out in an empty bird feeder. Thank you Amelia, if you'll excuse me Luz. It was nice chatting with you. I look forward to spending more time with you. With that, she stalks back in, sparing a glance for neither Luz or Amelia. Once she's gone Luz lets out a breath she didn't notice she was holding. Amelia chuckles darkly. She can be a bit much huh? You can say that again, I'm exhausted. Luz nods, almost collapsing back against the railing. Amelia looks around, as if checking if anyone's watching, then closes the balcony doors and walks up to Luz. Not too close. Do you want to slip away from the party? Have some peace and quiet? She says, her voice barely above a whisper. Yeah, but I can't just ditch this, plus I need to find Amity. That's easy, Amity stepped out a few minutes ago. Oh, do you? Lou swallows, looking up at the older woman. Odelia mimicked looking tired, but Amelia actually does look tired, do you know where she went? Hmm, there's a wooden lattice on this side of the house that leads to Amity's bedroom. Amelia replies, pointing down the way. Sure enough, Luz can see a white lattice structure leading to a second-floor balcony, the woman turns back. To her with a sympathetic smile, if you need a break from all of this, maybe slipping away for a while would be helpful. Luz blinks, watching Amelia Blight turn around and walk right back into the gala. Did. Did she just come out here to tell Luz that? Or to actually find Odelia? What little she knows about Amity's mom seems extremely comprehensive compared to what she knows about Amity's sister. What the hell is her deal? She says to no one, tossing her cigarette to the wind. Luz rolls her shoulders and walks off the steps, onto the stiff turf as she moves towards that lattice. Sure enough, she sees a light on in the bedroom and she smiles as she climbs up the sturdy wooden structure. A cute balcony leads to a very pink room. And a very pretty Amity, 
sitting against her headboard. Luz reaches out and lightly wraps the glass with her knuckles.